You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. Welcome. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Can We Talk? First, I want to say... Merry Christmas Eve. <laughs> well, by the time you hear this, you'll get your presents. You'll, right. have, you'll have your embarrassing moments with your family. <laughs> so uh, remember to like and share. Remember to like and share. Um, yeah, man. Hey, yeah. Christmas Eve to you, man. Happy yeah. Christmas. Happy, happy Christmas. Uh, this is Eric, by the way. I'm here with Anthony and Nina. Nina's joining us today. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Shane will be here in a little bit, y'all. We're waiting for her. But, you know, uh, how is everything going? Y'all, it's been a week, you know, since we last met. Things hey. happened. Every day's going good. Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot to say. Follow me on Instagram at ReluctantMovieBuff. I was supposed to make it out to see Downsizing this weekend, but the snow got me back like, nope, not today, <laughs> sir. You know, calm your ass down. So I'll see it another day. But uh, I've been I've been doing good, man. Yeah. What about you, Nina? I seen you, what, a couple months ago? Yeah, i um been making logos, churning out flyers, and... Cool. Trying not to be homeless. <laughs> so. that's, that's what we all trying to do, right? Yeah. yeah. Tell us about yourself. You know, I, I, I say I always say Nina's an independent everything: <laughs> photographer, director, cinematographer, hustler. Yep, I do everything. It's really funny. I'm like in the midst of job hunting, so I'm not independent. I'm like fully backed by a corporation or something. Mm. And then my um, my cover letter. It's like, hi, my name is Nina, and let's skip all the boring stuff. I do everything. <laughs> <laughs> let's just cut to the chase, right. whatever you need me for. So, yeah, I do audio mixing, and I could I could probably do a beat, too, if I was bored oh. enough. I have not attempted it yet, but I don't think it's that hard. Um, okay. What else do I do? I do lighting and audio. I um, also do the cameras. Do video editing. I do uh, audio editing. Do graphics. For so, so you saying if I want to start my album, I could come to you? You could do the videos for me. You could set yep. all that up. I can mix and master your mixtape. Oh shoot! All right, and shoot the music video. Because you know, in my, in my part time, I'm a hip hop singer. R and B, a little smooth jazz, a little R and B. Nah, right. <laughs> don't, don't take his word for it. No, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to get my my, my, my tape out there. We're gonna make a double platinum. You will be the Appreciate fourth it. Migo. Yes, the fourth without the dress. <laughs> All right, we'll get you there. Is the Shana here yet? She? No, she's coming. I thought I saw a shadow, but you know that probably was just my mind playing tricks on me. Okay, well, well that's that's fine. We she, she said that she she would say that's a Scarface reference, <laughs> the rapper. But uh, she'll be here. We get into the segments real quick. We're gonna start off with the uh, current events. So I guess the biggest thing that happened so far this week was the passing of the tax bill um, through the, the House and the, the Senate. And, you know, how that's going to affect us moving forward. Who, it's really hard to know right now at this point what's going to happen in terms of the bill because you're hearing a lot of things like, oh, a middle-income family who makes $75,000 a year will get $2,000 in, you know, in, in taxes back. So I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't really... Dude, I, what they say. I, I felt a small part of my soul die each time it went through the phases. Yeah. Went through signing, went through House, went through Congress, yeah. all that. I just felt like, oh, man, this is really happening. Right. And then you see Trump smugly signing it. Right. Trump signs the bill. Can't stand that guy. Oh, so Go ahead. What, what exactly does it do? So they are pretty much restructuring the tax code. So they're, they're going to lower the... Uh, 
the amount of tax that, that corporations pay, I believe from like originally like thirty percent to about twenty twenty two percent right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so essentially, it's going to benefit rich people and corporations. Okay. Uh, but there's also going to be a restructuring of the um, in terms of what you can sort of uh, write off, and so mm-hmm. as opposed to be, having to go through an end of Individually write off, you know, itemized budgets or itemized expenses. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to give you a flat rate deduction. So, which is supposed to give middle inco- income families a little bit more money uh, that they get back for their, their tax returns. Okay. Um, but essentially, this is giving the the poor and middle class people just pennies. They're throwing pennies at them, while the corporations and the wealthy people are getting millions of dollars in kickbacks. Uh, so, it's, it's not really going to affect us per se, unless you're a, a millionaire. Where right. you would definitely have the opportunity to make a lot more money. So, yeah, the New Year's resolutions mm-hmm. become a corporation, <laughs> right? Ditch your social security card. Yeah, hey, we need to start a business. Let's start a business. Let's put our minds together, create a product or something, and then just benefit from this. Yeah, that's the way to go. I mean, All right. <laughs> we got the person to create logos <laughs> and designs over here. We will sell media products. <laughs> right, right. Let's put our minds together. We can do. Uh, I don't know. Not Actually, a bad, not a bad I think, idea. I think I just want to sell candles on my Etsy shop. You I'm going to make an Etsy shop because people love candles and like they do. oils and crystals and weird things like that. They even I love it if it smells like bad. They just love the look <laughs> of it. I was going to do something like that. I was like, let me go to Whole Foods and buy like um, some oils and, and, and waxes and sort of make like eucalyptus. Yeah, eucalyptus and, like, and all that good stuff and, and make like a skin oil or something. Yeah. You know, yeah. Turn the eucalyptus into like vegan jerky. Yeah. People would love that. Let's I want it to be known here. I invented vegan jerky. It's made of aloe and eucalyptus. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> vegan jerky made of aloe. Where's the, the meat product? The, the byproduct? <laughs> <laughs> no, we trying to get this business going. It's vegan. And that's what everybody loves eucaly- vegan stuff, right? I know. So, like, they'll be so excited to have jerky and it's made yeah. of, like, aloe and it's eucalyptus flavored. Yeah. Let's do that. Oh, dude, we got we got Shana coming in. Yeah, let's let's save this conversation and just turn, turn it to a logical place. Y'all, no. y'all, y'all were rambling for a second. No, no, we we really gonna start businesses though. But um, yeah, essentially though, the tax the tax cut, and I know Shana she could talk about it as well. It ain't gonna benefit us. You know, they saying like, oh, you are gonna get a little bit of money back. But now she arrives like a hip hopper. She got the park shirt. Oh on. shoot! <laughs> shoot! What's going on, Shana? You right? I'm good. We just, I apologize for my tardiness. It's cool. We're just talking about the current events and the tax cuts uh, or the tax uh, reform that they passed, you know, in the House and the Senate. There's now a law. Um, how does it going to sort of affect us? And yeah, there's many levels to it. Like, basically, what they're doing with this tax cut is like starving the beast. Yeah. You know, when you don't, when they're not collecting any revenue, it's going to, that means less money for programs and right. things are going to get cut, essentially, that we need. Medicaid. Yeah, that so, sucks. So, uh, last minute Christmas shopping. Anybody I don't do that. indulging in that? Or y'all, y'all are all set. Yes, all the way. <laughs> My next stop after here is <laughs> the mall, especially since I'm halfway to the mall. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure I forgot something, and I probably should get things from my friends because I'm sure they got me things. And worst case, worst mm-hmm. comes to worst, I take it back on Tuesday. Right. Yeah. I just I just hate this whole consumerism thing. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's ridiculous. I have uh I have six nieces and nephews. Hey. And I usually 
just give them money every year. But this year, my um, one of my young nephews, he asked for uh, a video game system. And my sister ended up getting it for him. And I wanted to give him another game. I ended up buying a game that she already bought. And I realized this yesterday while I was wrapping gifts at 10 o'clock in the morning. Mm. So I'm like, well, let me go in. I'm a running game stop, run out. No, I was in line for like an hour. You can't do that. <laughs> I was in line for an hour at GameStop. I'm like, I'm never, I'm not doing this again. I'm just going to give him $50 like I do all the other ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those games are expensive, though. Well, they're so expensive. God, a gift card is the easiest way to go, folks. That's lazy. No. No, no. No, it's not. <laughs> no. no, it's not. There's mm. kids that love games. There's kids that love movies. Best Buy, uh, fam- Family Video. I know some of those are still open. It's not lazy. I had a conversation about this with coworkers. They they thought that, and I agree, that sending people gift cards is like the least awful thing to do. Like anyone could just go there and buy a gift card. I'm like, oh, here you go. Here's twenty five dollars. So, if but my, actually buying a gift, you know, thinking about, all right, what would this person like? So, if my niece is going to college and she's going to need to read some books, and I give, and she has a choice between this Barnes and Noble gift cards or this new such and such CD box set from this favorite R and B singer she likes. So I'm going to be like, okay, I'm not going to give you the gift card because that's lazy. So I'm going to give you this CD that, you know, you're going to listen to it for a few days. We're just going to rip it on your iPod and then forget about it, like, you know, months later. I don't say I don't think gift cards are lazy. I think money is lazy, which is why I do it. Like, I'm not <laughs> hey, doing okay. all that running around for six different kids. I think gift cards are cool. Like, if you know that person enough to know that they're going to be at Target buying up some stuff and it's like, well, here's. Twenty dollars towards your groceries, like that's yeah. that's really thoughtful. I think a lazy gift is like the hot chocolate gift set. <laughs> Sitting next to it. I gave it to my coworkers for uh, <laughs> thanks, thanks a lot. Or like the candles or that <laughs> Himalayan salt lamp or you know something like that. Like I think gift cards are really cool because you know like oh yeah, my mom really likes makeup. I'm gonna get her. A Sephora gift card. So then she right. could go and get the right shade. Or yeah. my mom likes pajamas. I'm going to get her. <laughs> it makes sense. I did, so, uh, I did get my my daughter's teacher's candle, so I really don't appreciate the candles. Uh, <laughs> I mean, but that's just her teacher. You don't know that woman like that. Yeah, I don't. But, I was going to say, like, what what do you give coworkers? Like, do you give your coworkers anything for that coffee the set? The coffee set? The next to the gift cards. Eh, I try not to, like, I don't. Like, I have a really good supervisor. Like, mm-hmm. she took us all out to eat. And then she did, a, like, a white elephant thing where she bought all the gifts. Oh. That's nice. Oh, shoot. It, I mean, I mean, it's it was cool, and then you know some you know coworkers give us cars with candy canes mm. on them and stuff like that. I, other than the secret Santa that I had with the one person in one team, I didn't do anything like yeah. my coworkers. I just don't want to be that guy who doesn't have anything, you know. So I was, I just buy a little bit of something, you know, nothing, nothing crazy. I just bought some hot chocolate things <laughs> for four dollars. I'm like, keep it moving. Mm. All right, so hip hop corner. Yeah. You heard Sci High, right? <laughs> I did not do my homework. Oh, <laughs> you got one job. I did not do my homework. And you know that now he's opening for crit, man. So I may have you got to one job, I, sister. I may have to take that. Mm. I may have to we may have to take a trip. Oh yeah. We may have to take a trip to Cleveland. Oh sure, sure. As long as you're paying. <laughs> and then we're not gonna go. <laughs> well, well I, there was a question I wanted to ask you for your corner and I wanted your insight on this. There's been the age old dispute of Nas versus Biggie. Mm-hmm. And most people go to, 
Well, yeah, Biggie only had two albums, but he was way more lyrical than Pac, and Pac was pretty much all energy. What's what's your take on the whole thing? Nas versus Biggie. No, 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 no. Pick no Biggie versus Pac. Biggie versus Biggie versus Pac. Well, I mean, I have on a Pac shirt. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got you, but I want you objectively to tell me what's the real argument here. What's the real? I mean, there. I really don't feel like you can't. There's a wrong answer to this question. Like people who pick Biggie over Pac, they say he's more lyrical. Like you have an argument there. Right. But mm-hmm. me, I prefer Pac. I feel like Pac, like his legacy is more solid because he has a bigger catalog. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. okay. Well, I guess that just that wraps <laughs> up that question. <laughs> right. <laughs> but like like I said, like it, there's no wrong answer to this question. Like Biggie, I, I don't argue that Biggie is, isn't more lyrical than Pac because he is, in my opinion. And those two albums that he released, they're really good albums. Yes, they are. They are. Life After Death, you know, it's uh, one of the greatest double disc rap albums of all time. I know you're cynical towards double disc albums, but it is what it is. I think they they usually (laughs) deliver, in my opinion. I mean, it's like, do I I prefer steak or over over chicken? I mean, I like them both. (laughs) You know, both of them are... Who's chicken? I mean... (laughs) <laughs> this, this, I ain't gonna even go in that, in that, in that route. See what I mean? I'm just gonna say I like them both. Steak for the win. Steak, yeah. steak is good. I mean, but you and I are gonna eat steak every day, and and you know, so you want to switch it up maybe every once in a while. No. So so I mean, you could like them both. You can appreciate both of them and appreciate what they are without having to really choose who's the best. So are you saying Pac is Popeyes, where it's still expensive, <laughs> but it's very good chicken, and it's closer to you, whereas Famous Dave's is way out in the suburbs, <laughs> and yeah. it's very limited, so you yeah. only got a limited discography of Biggie. Yeah. I, I put it, yeah, I put it in that way. In that exact okay. same, yeah. Let's leave it, let's leave it there. <laughs> All right, Anthony, your two cent, what's, what's going on? Well, man, you know, like I said, I was going to see Downsizing this weekend with Star Wars, but the weather slowed me down. Um, My two cents is about something else. You know, I I was realizing today when I was trying to unsuccessfully put air in my girl's tire. It turns out she had a broken valve, so I was running all across Detroit this morning. Um, You know, I was like, man, I'm tired. I I used to have a lot of energy when I was younger. I'm only (laughs) 20-something. And then I realized, man, I ain't got a doctor to bitch to. Like, I ain't got a doctor to call up and say, like, hey, man, your health tips didn't work. You know, right. when I get in my Ford Escape, it drops a little bit. <laughs> I become my cousins. You know? <laughs> no, nah, but in all seriousness, I, I, I kind of wonder why a lot of us, you know, um, well, maybe not a lot of black people, but most black people don't really have a doctor to schedule appointments with. And I, I said I was going to make that change and try to do something with that this Tuesday because— you know, for a long time, you know, until you get an adult age, you go to the pediatrician and mm-hmm. all that, and then, you know, you, you become adult. But I've always, like, kind of, like, wondered to myself, how come black people, we don't we don't get ourselves checked out that much? I think it's because black people, we sort of try to find uh, remedies, natural <laughs> remedies, before we go towards uh, the doctor. So, you see the drink of Vernus, you know, uh, lay down, you know, <laughs> But I think it's one of those things, it's a cultural thing. We got to sort of figure out or, or we need to realize that it's, it's good to have a doctor or it's good to go to someone who's a health professional to give you the real, you know, give you the real um, just just answers about what's going on in your life. You don't have to sort of not go and, and expect, just wait for the, the, the worst to happen. You know, be, be proactive about it. We're just not. 
A lot of black people don't trust doctors. Like, given the history between black people and the healthcare industry. I'm not buying that one. I'm not buying that one. You should read Medical Apartheid. It's a really good book. I I think it comes between pride and, you know, um, just, like, thinking you're immortal. Yeah. Okay. As a a new member to the (laughs) 20-somethings, I'd like to know, where do you even go to find a doctor? I, my, I was just going straight up go to Botsford's Hospital by my by my house and say, hey, uh, I need somebody to be my main dude. Yeah. Okay. Uh, pause. But you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. You I'm going to try to find out. Some insurance companies. I know when I had insurance um, through my job, you can go on the website and they give you a list they of doctors in the area. Yeah, okay. you just call them up like, hey, you know, can you be my main yeah. person? I remember I was, care provider. Yeah. I was looking for a dentist and that was the toughest thing in the world mm. and i did i did that i went to my insurance website and i called everybody down the list and they're like no we're not taking new clients and it's like what mm. <laughs> right. you don't want more money that's weird but mm. okay and it was extremely difficult i ended up just making the trip back home to my childhood dentist because i like having teeth right. <laughs> but um no it was super difficult um Nothing terrible has happened to me yet, so I have not made that like trip with the doctors and everything. I usually just go to like the urgent care if I'm broken. I hate the urgent it's care. It's like online dating, man. You gotta find just the right thing. You gotta make yeah. sure he's not a creep. You gotta make sure he's uh, likable. Right. He or she, whatever you know, it's it's a it's a process. Yeah, I just don't like urgent care. <laughs> Personally, I don't know. Just like the waits are long. I don't feel like waiting. Yeah, I don't two feel hours. like just going to the doctor when I have to. I kind of want to just go there leisurely and be like, "Hey, just uh, check up, make me feel good about myself." Right. You know. Okay. Yeah, and I think it's always important to really take care of your health. You know, we we eating a lot of terrible food out here. I try not to. You know, he drinking coffees every. Uh, <laughs> I gotta let this go, man. I have I haven't it's been cool. doing it as much La- as I last could. Last one, no more in 2018. Right. Well, yeah, well we, maybe, maybe, maybe. Are no we bringing more. those into the into the new year? Yeah. What's I don't believe in resolutions, man, because I feel like you just come up with those just to better yourself. Like if you live up to them, good. But I I got a whole little rant I got about New Year's resolutions, but I don't know. I don't have like I don't have New Year's resolutions. Mm. I do a lot of self-reflection, and I just try to improve upon those when I realize, like, oh, man, I really need to be a better aunt. No. <laughs> like, you, I need to be a better friend. Do or, you do those self-reflections at the end of the year? No. I do okay. them throughout the year. Okay. I'm just trying to make it through the year, like, healthy. <laughs> All right. Man, you know, things, you can, you can walk outside and get hit by a bus, you know, so I'm just taking every day as it comes. And. So, central topic. So, central topic, we're talking about net neutrality. Um, and so, for those who may not be, uh, I guess, as hip or up to date about the topic, uh, the FCC recently voted to repeal net neutrality, which was essentially uh, the cor- corporations or, or internet service providers could not uh, slow down services or they could not um, charge for websites um, or they couldn't block access to websites. And so, now that they repealed this, Corporations can do that if they want. And so this is really going to create, hopefully it doesn't create an issue, but if a company like Comcast or at and they just want to slow down your website because... Uh, because they have their own streaming right. and they don't want you to use Netflix, they can. They can. Okay. They say that they won't. They, they won't, and, they, and, they, and if they do, they have to report it to Consumer Protection, the, uh, that committee. 
Yeah, but it still has to be voted on by Congress, right? I think this is just one phase of the eventual approval. So I don't think that it's over yet. You know, still. Here's my main question out of all of this. What is the genuine pros to this bill? Because all I see when I look at the when I look at the, what everyone how everyone responds to this, I see a lot of cons. Mm-hmm. What are the pros to this? I mean, the pros are, are for the corporations. They have the ability to now charge more money for access to websites. Again, I think it's okay. definitely going to make carriers like the phone carriers and your cable carriers more competitive, and I think it'll drive down prices for stuff like cable and internet and cell phones. You really think it would drive down price? I I think so because it'll be like, hey, come over here. You can stream Netflix super fast. We download things at such and such a speed. I think it'll do things like that. Don't um, they already do that? I think it's going to be one of those things sort of like cable right now where you could buy the basic package, but then to get other services you have to charge, they're going to charge you another you know, $10, $15. Yeah. I think it's going to sort of open up that you know, can of worms, but with the internet. So you know, in order to get you know Netflix through Comcast, you got to pay an additional ten dollars a, well, a month or something. Like that. He said the pros. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just sitting here no, like y'all pro, telling but, me a lot of cons. But the pros are for the corporations; they're going to be making money. The money, the pros aren't for the regular average Joe. You know, it's it's, it's going to be for those businesses to sort of make more money and in their mind grow the economy by hiring more people. I don't know what they they're thinking, but I don't see any pros in it, at least for the every everyday average person. But my thing is, what were they doing before net neutrality? Net neutrality is only two years old. That's my question, too. Because a lot of people, you know, they panicked about this. And when I first said, oh, man, we got to save this, everybody was like, man, what does that mean? Get out of here. Then we got <laughs> closer to the deadline. Oh, no, no. We got to save net neutrality. Mm-hmm. But by that point, I was thinking, well, what was it like before the act was put in? You know, I don't really remember my Internet being limited. Then again, I was in college, so right. I was away from home. But. Even still, like they would have been trying to squeeze us for some extra dollars, and they—I don't remember. I remember having a cap on my home, like internet, like. But it was something big, like they no, they don't do that anymore. But I remember, like it was something big, like three hundred gigs a month. Like who's? I'm not gonna. Yeah, the (laughs) unlimited still has a cap, but it's still like. Super outrageous, like 300 gigs a month or something like that. It's hidden in the frying print, but it's still there. Yeah, it's like, hard so, for you to hit that though. It's hard. Yeah, yeah it's, it's difficult. They know that the average person is only streaming like two or three gigs a month yeah. worth of data. That's why. Well, on mine, I have on my unlimited for my phone. I have a, like it's a cap. Like I think once I reach 22 gigs. Yeah. Which I do by the fifteenth, <laughs> halfway through the month. Like they say, like we're going to slow down your internet. Yeah. Okay, huh? Mm. That's a lot, though. Like, what are you doing? Netflix. Um, <laughs> go home. Allegedly, you know, while I'm working. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, while you work. <laughs> do a podcast. Read a book or something. I am listening to Game See, of Thrones. Here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. You you gotta hustle, you gotta ration your, your internet time away from home. Because you know, yeah. even with my iPhone, I don't have that many gigs connected with me, my mom and my dad. You know, you gotta download podcasts yeah. before you leave home. You ain't got the leisure to just be surfing on the internet all day unless you're trying to run yeah, through two gigabytes in one day. You almost don't even need it because just about everybody has Wi Fi to entice you to come inside. So Yeah, and, and- you're only at I'm home. I'm not so getting work. on the work Wi-Fi. I don't you, need you're not getting my the, business. <laughs> yeah, they can't search everything. That you, my work doesn't yeah. even have Wi-Fi. They yeah. don't. Exactly. They don't. My job so does, do and I'm not. No, 
I'm not the I the most I do on the work internet is online shopping, which I'm not supposed to do. <laughs> I mean, but I'm thinking back like is it gonna is it was it prior to this, was it more invasive than what Apple's doing now where they're slowing down you know, purposely slowing down older phones. I mean, that's, like, is it going to be more censored than what it already is now? Right. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a tough question because again, I didn't before net neutrality. I really didn't see the effect, so it didn't really, you know, hurt me that much. But well, out of sight, out of mind. But true. you know, when you get older, you start to notice more things. I mean, I don't know. You know, um, you might receive an email one day saying, "We noticed that you downloaded this illegally." Well, we didn't yeah. notice it before, but now we notice it. Don't do it again. I mean, mm. I got those, too. Yeah, I, got those. <laughs> right. I remember when I was in <laughs> school, I downloaded, like, uh, Adobe Suite or something, and they were like, hey, Nina, <laughs> <laughs> don't do that, or we'll kick you out of school. And I said, oh, okay. Well, warnings are warnings, too. I got kicked out of school for... Yeah. Well, warnings are warnings, yeah, but after a while, warnings turn into actual write-ups, and you have to go through the copyright thing, and then after a while... You get kicked off. I guess my whole thing is, you know, there is an opportunity here to limit a person's Internet just because of competition. Yeah. And that's a scary thought. You know what I mean? It is. And I mean, that's that's the thing where people are sort of open arms about because it's sort of is definitely intrusive, invasive. But it's also it's going to again, it's making people pay more you know, for something that I feel that should be either a standard price. I, I think. All corporations should have the same access to, you know, the the internet or the, the the servers or systems that one company shouldn't have more than another um, in terms of what they can provide. Uh, but again, this is capitalism, so if you pay for it, you're going to get it. Um, but it kind of it, it's kind of tying into a piece of legislation that was passed maybe a couple of months ago, and it was like they have the they have the access to they can see like what you've been searching. Do you, remember, do you remember that? It's like a piece. It was a piece of legislation where they wanted to be able to see what people are searching online and sell that. Yeah, I think Google still does that. I think they yeah. do. They do that. Yeah, and they're in the they're like in the middle of a lawsuit where because um with the little ads on yeah, the websites ads. they know that you were Is at it? Target looking up right. something and now you're reading about the oils and crystals it's, and there's a Target. It's very, it's very nuanced information that you get scared of. It'd be like, hey, you want to uh, check out this other Motown 25 anniversary box set? I'm like, how would you even know that I was oh, looking sure. at that? You know what I mean? Oh, sure. I don't know. I think it's kind of helpful, though. Helpful? It's not. It's, uh, it's, it's I mean, I'm paranoid, oh. so it's scary. Like, I'm trying to look, you know, on Express for something, and then I change my mind, and then I go to another website, and the very thing that I was pondering over is in an ad. Yeah. The, the scariest thing, though, I was looking at my grad photos of high school, mm. and then I was on Facebook, and then I saw on the right, hey, better frames for your grad photos. And what? I saw my face right there. I'm like, <laughs> what? Mama, what's going on? <laughs> Mama! I think that's, that's creepy. pushing it too far, because at that point, you need a significant discount since they're using you in your ad, but... I don't know. I don't know. I'm not creeped out by the things that I, I search, so... I mean, it's not that, but it's just how, again, how invasive it is. Like, I don't want people knowing everything that I'm doing. Like, that's... Like, everything that you're, of, like, you're doing under, like, anonymity. Right. Or everything that you're doing specifically. Like, they, you don't want people to know what Eric is doing. No. Well, if I'm if I'm buying something or if I'm searching for a product, why does why does why do they need to know? I mean, what's the point of that? I mean, again, this is... I could be searching for something that 
you know, maybe something private. Like, I don't want people to know. And then it pops up like, oh, you were looking for such and such. Because they use that for studies. I was reading a book called Everybody Lies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's basically saying, like, how people lie on surveys, but they don't lie when they use search engines. Mm, Yeah. And they can sell that information. They can sell those analytics. Like with the movie pass, you know, they got down every movie I've seen. And they're selling that information. <laughs> Anthony saw this. Anthony saw yeah. that. If I go to an X-rated theater and go see whatever, they're going to have that too. Anthony saw well, this. So don't go to no X-rated theater. No, take cash to that theater. Don't Google the direction. Yeah, don't the, use your what, movie pass. What's, what's the point of having a card then? the X-rated movie theater, you only take cash. It's invitation only. You've got to have the business card. You speaking from experience? Well, right. I don't know. You no. kind of know a little too do much about this. they still have those? <laughs> right. I think they do. Hey. I think it's one on, uh, on seven months. Nah. <laughs> okay. It's okay. But they still have those. Just so FYI, they did have, they did, they do take data from porn websites. Yeah. And. Because they do like that end of year study, like, oh, this is what people Yeah, this is what at. people are watching and, um. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> I mean, it's like that with every website. Like, at the end of the month, I get an email from Squarespace like, hey, this is what people looked at the most. This is what they clicked on the most. And, and like, that helps me. Like, oh, okay. But I think there's this false sense of privacy that people have with the Internet. They think that, all right, this is my server. I'm, this is my personal Internet. I should be able to, to look at, you know, what I want. But they, they don't. They don't have that. But but this is before uh, the whole net neutrality thing where they're basically tracking, like, the way you move through the Internet. Yeah. Okay, I so guess. stop going on the dark web. You don't need <laughs> another kidney. <laughs> I just see the NSA just looking like, what are they, what are they Google searching right now? <laughs> I really don't think anyone cares about my search for a rose gold coffee table on Amazon. Like, I, I don't feel I'm that important for people to be like, what's Nina doing today? It's very seductive. The open web and the the deep web and the dark web and all that. Like, it it takes me back to a classic Chappelle show skit. Chappelle Mm -hmm. was walking into a mall called the Internet. Yeah. You know, he went went here uh, going to buy something for some friend. Then Ron Jeremy and, you know, a retarded (laughs) porn star comes up to him and says, hey, you want to see Britney Spears' ass? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, sure. Let's do it. All right. Hey, you want to see so and so have sex with a donkey? Oh of course God. I do. Come on, <laughs> you know. But he felt exasperated. Like, come on, man, seriously. And yeah. then you know, you got the the scams, free insurance, you know, free yeah. mortgage. You know, they're repeating the same message. He gets um antivirus. He buys a gun and shoots him. <laughs> you know, I feel like the internet. You could spend your whole day on there. It seemed yeah. like he was in there for like three hours. If you really examine that skit, yeah. I mean, it's just one of those things where, again, just be aware that people are watching you. You know, be aware that they're selling your information off. So don't search for specific things if you don't want people to know. I mean, but even still, once you found what you were looking for, those people still are going to get your information and mm. what you looked at and how you scrolled and what you clicked. Like, yeah, even once you're there, it's not private. So. Like they could still sell it to the rest of the Internet and say, hey, I'm Target. And Eric was looking for headphones. Right. I mean, but morally, should there be boundaries that exist? Of course, morally. Right. A lot of things happen morally. But this is this is America. Exactly. <laughs> this is the United States this of America. Morals shouldn't even be in, 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 in the vocabulary <laughs> on this conversation. You would think, though. I mean, you know, I, I expect more out of our government. No, no, not really. Not really. Not Listen, really. Allegedly. Not really. <laughs> I, had, I had an experience when... Um, I think I talked about this a few episodes ago when me, my girl, and our friends, we went out to a cabin, and um, there was Wi-Fi out there, but 
what's that famous Thoreau book? I think it's called Walden. You know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about? Where um, it's, it's about an author. He went into nature. It's a famous book. It's a short mm-hmm. book. But anyway, we went out there, and it was nice. You know, it was a nice little cabin, nice little place. And the only technology we really had was Wi-Fi. So mm-hmm. I couldn't really call anybody, but it felt liberating in a way. Mm-hmm. You know, we still had Netflix, but then there was a moment where the Wi-Fi stopped working, and then after a while, I saw people start to, you know, look, fidget look at bit. their phones and fidget and be like, hey, man, y'all y'all getting that to work yet? And it was mm-hmm. kind of it was kind of like a Black Mirror episode. It was like people mm-hmm. were like, you know, it was like it was like crack. Like people were like fidgeting like, yo, man, get that Wi-Fi back up. And, you know, when we finally got it fixed, everything went back to normal. And I'm like, dang, can we really so, escape technology? Dang, that's, that's it's scary when you think about it. Like we've become so consumed our everyday lives that revolve around, you know, laptops, computers, television, that we just can't sit back and just enjoy nature like this. Can we really do that, though? Can people really get away from it all? You can't. Like, no. like even right now, my phone is on my hip. Can I really, like, throw this to the side? No. I don't think so. Man, I thought I, man, I, thought I lost my phone today. What happened, um, me and my boyfriend, we went to breakfast. Mm. We sat there. We ate. We talked. We went to the store. And then we got back to the house, and I'm like, oh, man, I lost my phone. Like, I think I left my phone at the restaurant. Make long story short, I left it at the house. Mm. <laughs> like, I, I didn't even have it when I went to the restaurant, but I was so engaged with, you know, my boyfriend and then the waitress and then, mm. you know, other people around us talking to us about Christmas and stuff that I didn't even pull my phone out. Mm. I, w- I didn't even look for my phone to notice that it was that I hadn't even brought it to the restaurant with me. So when you became consciously aware that you left your phone. You, I panicked. You had a panic attack, didn't you? I panicked. It, it, it's scary, man. Yeah. We're, t- we're attached to these things. But they're so expensive. I would panic. Like, no one calls me ever, really, for real. I think I get, like, yeah. four <laughs> phone calls a week. Yeah. I'm so serious. <laughs> Two of those are my mother. Like, Mina, <laughs> did you lock the door? So, I mean, the only really scary part about it is that it's $1,000 sitting in my pocket, and I still owe... 800 on it is it really about the expense though i really think it's just about the 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 this thing represents the personality of anthony holden it's music it's photos it's apps it represents the personality of me and what i like if i lose this i gotta gain all of that back i think it's more of like your memories but like Backed up on the cloud. It's on the and cloud. Blah, blah, blah. That's true. I don't use it. And the then, like, I, I panic a little bit, but then I'm like, well, I got insurance. I mean, the deductible. The deductible. You it's going to be a refurbished phone, but I also have I have an iPhone, but I also have my iPod, which means I can still communicate with people. Mm. Yeah. See, that's it. You know, but you had that backup though. Right. You had a, you had backup technology, and yeah, you and plus you got your stuff backed up to your your computer. I would hope, you know. Yeah, you always got that little plan B, but can you ever really escape it with no plan B? What was I like? What 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 was Anthony like before a cell phone? I can't really remember. Well, I was a kid, so I wasn't even worried about I've that. I've had a I've had a phone for twenty one years. <laughs> I've had a cell phone. Oh it's yes. become life. <laughs> it's become our lifeline. Again, like you said, it's it's a mini version of you now. This is an extension of who you are as a person. And our sense of belonging is in these little cell phones. You know, every contact that you have, everyone that you talk to, again, memories, people you, you meet, uh, the news, you know, keeping up to, to date with what's going on in the world is is right here. Yeah, you know. And that's, I mean, again, it's one of those things that's going to be, it's a hard habit to kick. Like, I have it on me right now and just looking at Twitter, you're going through and, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's tough. 
Remember that one summer when Pokemon Go came out? Oh shoot! People came outside. <laughs> people came outside. And they came outside and like talked to each other. You know, man, I, I wish my boy Ryan was here because um, he was going to be here and talk about the gaming aspect of net neutrality because mm-hmm. it was it's, it is it affects gamers too. Oh. You know, like professional mm-hmm. gamers like him, it affects him. Okay. But he he used to use the Pokemon Go and. It came to the point where he straight up was outside a strip club saying, hey, man, look, I'm not here to see the women. The Pokemon is right in the center of the dance floor right there. I need to get in. And the bouncer's like, bro, you ain't getting in here without $20. It's like, man, you see this right here, man? This is a Charizard. Like, like, seriously. Weren't those everywhere, though? They were everywhere, right? Yeah. I was just an example. I'm not really in the Pokemon stuff. Yeah. But it, it was a great time. I remember, like, going to a park. I was like... Out walking my dog, <laughs> dude. I'm working. I work at a well. I work at a financial institution. I saw people walking around with their phones, like you know, trying to say, "Oh, here's a Pokemon standing mm. right next to my cubicle." I'm like, "Can I help you?" No, no. I just need to keep this thing right here. All right, thank you. <laughs> and it wasn't. It wasn't like instances of people getting robbed because they're just like on their phone, not paying attention. Right. They walk into somebody get phone stolen. Mm. It's it's crazy. Um, but, but people were outside, and that's the highlight. Of no, it. but they're not really enjoying outside. They're not really enjoying no. outside. They're in their phones. Yeah. It's, 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 right. It's, it's fantasy. My phone died, and yeah. then I was like, oh, I'm at a park. It's, it's, talk to some strangers. I uh, think, like, you have to go outside every once in a while. Yeah, Because definitely. if you, like, like, if I, like, like regulated my human interaction to Twitter... I would be a very bitter human being, mm-hmm. and I will probably believe a lot of myths that are perpetuated about, you know, people mm-hmm. if I didn't go outside. <laughs> like, if I didn't go to the park, because, you know, I like to run outside. So when I'm running outside, I see a lot of things, a lot of different, you know, people interacting, families. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you get to talk to people, especially if you're always at the same place and you see the same people, you know, running mm-hmm. at the same time. That's why, unless I'm on vacation, I don't. I don't like to binge watch things on Netflix because I'm I'm stuck to my my room. Yeah, it's a very engaging show I'm watching, but I like to be outside. I mean, nowadays it's snowing, so not so much. But in the, in the summertime, I like to go outside and take mm-hmm. a walk. Okay, but you know that's why legislation is being con- constantly passed. And yes, for for a short period of time, we're up in arms about it. We're, we're protesting it, but after a while, we just forget because we're so blinded by everything else that's going on. So we got another. You know, uh, hashtags popping up, and we're sort of jumping on that. So we're just constantly just moving back and forth, trying to find what's the next thing to talk about. But like Anthony was saying, like like the net neutrality thing, it was something that was on the table, and it was just something that, like when he spoke about it at first, it was so too far off. But then as it got closer, it was hashtag net neutrality. Everybody panics when people were spelling it right, yeah. or net Nutella when Nutella? people were trying to make jokes. <laughs> but do people even care right now? Like I feel like no, they don't. Like it's something we're like, like we we've moved on activism. to something else. I so, think um, it's so, distracting us from something more important that we're not seeing. Everyone's worried about the internet when really. It was that tax bill that just passed. That's what they're. <laughs> you know, it's social media activism. You know, everybody just gangs together. You know, you see the Kim Kardashians and the Kanyes mm-hmm. and the, um, you know, uh, Beyonce's and everybody else saying, we need to stop this. And then after a while, you take a step back and then no one cares but about it. But none of anymore. these individuals talked about the tax bill because it's something that benefits them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You Hey, you said it. Took the words out of my mouth. Yeah. You know, it's it's like the um the uh alleged slave trade that was happening in I don't 
I want I want to I want to get the region correct. It wasn't Libya. Cairo, was it? it was Libya, Libya. Libya. You know, and then I remember at some point Lupe Fiasco came out and kind of like fact checked fact checked everybody like, "Hey, uh, get your facts straight, people. You know, some of these dudes aren't slaves. Some of these people are actually like I forgot what he said, but he fact checked a lot of people and I said, "Dang, like that spread fast. Like right. you you saw this artist and this artist and this famous person talking about it." And it was like Perception is reality. Right. My thing is, whenever something comes from the top down, I don't. I I if I care about it enough, I'll do my own research mm. on it. Like when back when Rihanna was talking about Coney, like yeah, whatever happened with that, they <laughs> right. never even finished their like whenever like I, like when something comes from the top down, it's like mm, I don't know. Yeah, that, that's the perfect thing. The Joseph Coney thing, you know, mm. that movie. If you watch that movie and not know anything about the whole background behind it. It's a very inspirational film, you know, and it makes you want to go out and protest. But then you do more backstory on it. It's like, well, the Coney thing kind of already got resolved right. <laughs> at the time he made that little uh, movement slash campaign, whatever. But the film, Perception is Reality, he makes you want to go out and, you know, protest. I think um, what 2016 and 17 showed us is that, you know, facts really don't matter. You know, it's, it's all about really what can catch someone's attention that little snippet of information, that headline that can grasp people's attention and that they, that they use their emotions and sort of just latch onto it. Um, and, you know, like the whole they talk about the Russian pap- propaganda movement to, to, to disseminate fake news. I believe that is a, that's the truth. And I, I don't think the Russians are the only ones doing it. I think our own government, our own, you know, people within our own society are utilizing fake news to sort of distract us from a lot of things that's going on. And it's just about being able to research on your own independently. And people don't do that. You know, it takes too much work. So they're going to listen to, you know, the talking heads on, on television, CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, and sort of believe what they say. But again, there's always two sides to, to the truth. Um, that's, that's good that you said that because we need to hold ourselves more responsible to believing that statement. There's yeah, two sides right. to the truth. Yeah. A comedian, uh, T.J. Miller from HBO Silicon Valley, uh-huh. woman came out, accused him of sexual harassment. Both him and his wife on social media said this woman's lying. Mm. You know, she's been lying on us before. Automatically, Comedy Central suspends his animated show. Mm. Um, he got suspended from something else. You know, it's just like, dang, like right. investigate, but you don't got to immediately suspend the person. Well, they claimed they didn't suspend him because of that, technically. But, yeah, we know. We know what happened. They can say that, but come uh, on. <laughs> and that's, that's the thing. And, and, again, all these movements that we're seeing – you have to sort of, of course, believe believe the word of, uh, especially the sexual assault. Believe the words of the victims, but also realize that again, let's do some research. Let's do some let's do some digging up of the truth and see what's really happening. Um, because there are some people who are motivated by other things and who may make false accusations for whatever reason. Um, so yeah, just be wary, just be cautious. Well, I'm not saying say that they're lying or say that they're telling the truth. I'm saying okay, take it into consideration. This is what this person is saying. What is TJ saying? You know, what is Tavis Smiley saying? What is this person saying? Let's do let's do an investigation. But, you know, let's not suspend the person. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a very tricky road. It's a very no. tricky road. You I know? feel like with all of the suspensions and like the hammer that's coming down is because of all the years of inaction. Mm. That's a logical answer. Excellent. I can see that. I mean, yeah, I, I can definitely. Um, it's been decades where people have been getting away with that stuff. Yeah, and I think this is just sort of the apex of it. Just came to the head. You got to go back to the regular saying. You know, two wrongs doesn't always make a right. Or mm-hmm. you know, it's not always an eye for an eye. 
Yeah. You know, like at this point, you're taking an eye, a nose, an ear. Mm. You know, when, when you're going to stop cutting things off the proverbial body? You know, let's take mm. a step back. So what happened? This is kind of going away from net neutrality. But what happened with Roland Martin? They just they yeah. said they didn't have the funds. They Seriously? just don't have the funds for his show. So at I guess I guess I, Wait, it won't be renewed. Who's the parent company of C One? Is it BET? No, or I guess uh, MTV is the parent company of BET too. So no, I'm not I don't. Sure. I'm not sure. I'm I'm not sure. Mm. Um, I think TV One is actually one of the other outside of Byron Allen's um, channels was like one of the only like black like truly black owned channels. Wow. And that was that was kind of like wow. a that was kind of like a like a, a railroad. Um, uh, that was kind of like a surprise to me when I when I saw that um, in the news because Roland Martin, you know, I may not agree with everything he says, but I think he is a powerful black journalist. I, I don't agree with everything he says either, but I, I I think he's necessary. He is necessary. I think it is necessary to have a news show on and all like on a black owned channel. Yeah, he is for the black agenda, and that's why I've always respected him. Um, so, you know, and another thing about the technology, he says, hey, this is the end of me. You know, I'm going to be on YouTube. I'm right. going to be everywhere. I'm still going to be doing my thing. You know, it was a pleasure to be on this show, but I will not be silenced. And I respected that speech. I, th- I think that was a perfect drop the mic speech he gave. I don't know if you should see it, but uh, look it up. I think it's Roland's final thoughts or something like that. But, yeah, that's um that that was a shock to me. I just wanted to bring that up. Yeah, and I mean, like you said, the great things that we've been provided – with internet and with social media, a platform where you don't need the traditional, you know, uh, I guess processes. You can do Periscope. I know a lot of people got Periscope, and they use that to, to stream, you know, talk shows and whatnot. Uh, podcasts are another great way of, of getting message out. So he'll he'll be there. He'll be around. Unfortunately, that aspect of his career is going to end. But I, I hope the company corporation can pick him up, like a CNN or. Or someone, because I think he'd do a great job. I haven't hopped on the Periscope wave. What, what, what's that like? I mean, pretty much just a live streaming service. It's like a live streaming service. Yeah. It's kind of like when people go live on YouTube or Ustream or something mm-hmm. like that. Okay. People can up, upload their comments as you and you can see them as it as it goes live. So that's just the wave of the future now. I think. Hmm. Yeah, but overall, though, I think it's just a bigger thing that we need to address, and I feel like a lot of our episodes address this: is that the, that technology and sort of. You know, where are we going with technology? Uh, how it's sort of manipulating I, our lives in a sense. Uh, I just I just hate every time I download a new app, they're always like, do you mind if we take this information from your Facebook? Right, yeah. your location and all that, yeah. Like your, your contacts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I remember Killer, Killer Mike had a killer tweet, man. Mm. <laughs> Killer Mike, um, at the time when Jay-Z's album dropped, it was Magna Carta Holy Grail. Mm. He had a Samsung. He was about to download it, and they said, we need your information. We need your birthday. He was like, oh nah, B. Right, like, <laughs> no, delete. Right. Dad, that's just too much. Like, that's so invasive. Like, you don't need to know birth dates. You don't need to know, you know, my Facebook contacts. Like, what's the point? You know, and again, they're, they're selling it, I'm sure. They're, they're mm. trying to, you know, target their uh, other customers. But it's at a point where it's just like, I'm going to stop signing up for this stuff. I'm going to stop getting these apps. You know, it makes but no sense. But who are they, you know, selling this information to? Because I can recall... Government. <laughs> about... 
Definitely when I stopped telemarketer. About, about seven, about seven or eight years ago, allegedly, when I wasn't allegedly playing on my uh, private student loans, allegedly. they were calling everybody. They called my boyfriend. <laughs> they called his mom. <laughs> they called my uncles. That's crazy. They were calling my siblings. Like, my brothers, because we were out to dinner, and my uncle was like, man, they calling me, won't you? Blah, 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 blah. And my brother was like, yeah, they called me, too. I just didn't want to bother you <laughs> about it. <laughs> Yeah. Actually, that happened to me. Um, some Allegedly. like random bill collector was like, "We're looking for Nina for some money." And it's like, "I don't know, no Nina. <laughs> <laughs> don't anybody any money? I pay all my bills automatically out the bank." I'm in that Stop awkward it. situation where my dad and I share the first and first and last name, mm-hmm. so oh, I got people true. coming calling me up saying, "We heard Anthony owes some." Not here, not right. here. You know, I I, I gain a different accent. I just hang up. You know? Are you are you Indian? Like, what, yeah, like, no, what accent? Is whatever that? you want me to be, right. man. Whatever you want me to be. But my favorite is most certainly that free visa cruise that's mm. two weeks long to like uh, Hawaii or something from the Holiday Inn, and it's like no. okay, but no, thank you. Right. <laughs> it, it. We think about it. We have this like this social footprint now or fingerprint, like. All the digital things that you sign up for are keeping track of you. They know who you are. You're sort of connected in many ways. And so if you ever, if something ever happened, you ever get in trouble. It's so easy to catch people nowadays. Like, you can't commit a crime and get away with it at this point. No, like, when I watch forensic shows and then, like, people Google, like, how to kill your wife. Right. And get away with it. Right. Or they got, like, you text somebody, like, oh, you know, I need you to meet me back there. They got your your time, your location, all of that. Just where you were when you sent it. Where you were. You, yeah, you got a phone call and it pinged off this tower that was near the murder scene at you the done. time. Like, five minutes from when the murder allegedly happened. And you have to t- you have to also talk about regret from the person that puts these thoughts in your head inadvertently. Like I remember the man that wrote the um, the Alchemist Cookbook. Mm-hmm. The, it's basically like a the Anarchist the Anarchist Cookbook. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You know he he had regret with that, and I think there was a documentary s- surrounding that. You know, there's people that put these resources out to you, and they don't feel like you would use it for the worst. They they just give it to you for information. Mm-hmm. You can't always be careful of that. You know they released they keep releasing Adolf Hitler's Mein Kampf. I have it too. Just to get you inside the mind of this crazy person that became so influential. But right. certain people read this and say, like, oh, man, he's not that far off. I, yeah. I, I believe this, too. You know, you can't. It's, it's subjective. I watched the documentary on the Anarchist Cookbook. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I wasn't signed into my own Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, like I like you can't even I'm like you can't even I like I wouldn't even look at that book at the library like I wouldn't even type it into any type of search engine I wouldn't even like who wrote it like I wouldn't even do any type of research research on that because you know they watching you dude right. that reminds me um there's a documentary called the Black Power mixtape and mm-hmm. Talib Kweli Talib Kweli had a little section in the film where he says you know I was on a um I was on an airplane ride. And I was watching videos by, I think it was Stanley Carmichael. Mm. It, it, it was Stokely. Stokely, yep. Stokely Carmichael. And he said when he got off, uh, security came to him, uh, pulled him in the room. Not pulled him, but like it's like kind of like politely escorted him in the room. It yeah. says, hey, we saw you were watching these videos. Um, why yeah. were you watching this? He says, I was just looking at videos of Carmichael speaking. Like, well, what's the problem? He says, no, well, we were just asking. Like, You know, and it was mm. like Talib Kweli got off and he... They were they were watching what he was watching on the airplane. They they were monitoring what he was watching. And that just scared the hell out of me. Like, man, he's just watching a speaker just just speak. You know what? Um, I was looking at this thing, Edward Snowden. There's an app that he just recently re- released where 
not downloading it. What is yeah, it said you download it to help you protect your – it'll protect your laptop from, I guess, like NSA something, inter, uh, intercepts. I don't know. But I'm like, yeah, definitely don't download that. I'm you not. Know, if you download that, that's pretty much you're, – you're letting them know, you know, that you want to be intercepted. <laughs> yeah, download what? Say it again. I'm it's sorry. Like a, it's an app by Edward Snowden he created to sort of, I guess, protect your laptop from – intrusion or, or uh, sounds like you're now a portal of the dark web <laughs> right i'm like let, let me get far away from that like, no. that's why i'm like what's the name of it so i don't download it <laughs> right but um you have to remember nothing is free and even when you're not physically giving them dollars you're still paying for it in some kind of way so if i can access the internet for only the cost of my internet device mm-hmm. All right. Right. You can know that I want <laughs> organic soap. <laughs> right. But also, I'm sure people don't read the fine print where they're like uh, buying these internet contracts or these phone contracts. I'm sure it's something they're saying like, oh, we can search your, your browsing history at any time and collect your data. I'm sure it's something like that. Yeah. You know what? I, I've been wanting to hear this guy's uh, opinion on this. What's, what's your opinion? Because <laughs> you, I, know, I know you know about this, man. What's your opinion on net neutrality? What's your What's your reaction to this? Uh, screw the entire government for letting that fall by the wayside. Mm. Yeah, no, we're boned. And if you yeah. don't think that – in fact, here you go. Let me go ahead and pull this up for you because uh, people who don't think they're going to try to screw us. Was it you? No, it wasn't you. Uh, Yeah, so 2005, uh, Madison River Communications blocked voice over IP, uh, had to get sued to stop. Uh, 2007 to 2009, AT&T was blocking Skype and voice over IP because they didn't like the competition, had to get sued to stop. Uh, 2011, Metro PCS tried to block all streaming except YouTube, had to get sued to stop. Uh, 2011 to 2013, AT&T, Sprint, and Verizon blocking access to Google Wallet because it competed with their stuff, had to get sued to stop. Uh, 2012, Verizon and demands Google to block tethering apps. I remember that because I got caught up in that. They didn't want to use your phone because oh. kind of, they wanted you to pay Verizon and buy Verizon service. Had to get sued to stop. Uh, 2012, AT&T tries to block access to FaceTime unless customers pay an additional fee. Had to get sued to stop. Uh, 2013, Verizon literally states the only thing stopping them from favoring content providers over others <laughs> is the net neutrality rules that are in place. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, no, this isn't hypothetical. We're absolutely boned. Wow. Hmm. Only in America. They spent what they spent one point so the lobbying, they spent one point two five billion dollars on lobbying. They don't spend that kind of money unless they know they're gonna make it back and then some. Oh my god. Wait, oh. this isn't only in America. This does happen overseas, I believe, right? Oh, Argentina is like the worst case scenario. Um I mean this net neutrality's already gone there. And so yeah, oh, you wanna hop on social media? Sure, it's six bucks for today. Or you can buy it for 50 bucks for the month. Um, oh, you want to hop on Facebook or you want to hop on you know, streaming services like Pandora? Mm-hmm. It's 10 bucks for today or it's 80 bucks for the month on top of what you're already paying them. Hmm. Well. That sucks. <laughs> now I'm going to invest like more I said, into what are the pros here? my beat making. Um, uh, unless, you're <laughs> a, unless you're an internet <laughs> service provider, there, there are, are none. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> told you. We'll make our own music and movies and... I think you got to read a book, can't stream it, 
<laughs> right. It's like a meme. Yeah. Hey, Blockbuster might be making a huge comeback. You never know. <laughs> that, that's right. that. If you can't stream the Netflix, you're right. going go to go to the movie pay an additional store. Price for your well, so you're going to go to the library. The library has everything. Uh, that's the worst things? case scenario is, you know, so Comcast said, well, because, I mean, think about it logically. Who owns Comcast? NBC. Mm. NBC Universal. Who, ha- who do they have their partnership with? Hulu. Mm. Why is Comcast not going to throttle not Netflix in favor of Hulu, Hulu. traffic? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And so if they decided they're going to throttle Netflix, well, now, so is it Netflix that has to pay them more money? And, oh, by the way, mm. if they can get more money out of Netflix, why wouldn't they get more money out of you, too? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Skeptical yeah. Dave is skeptical. Uh, <laughs> I read a meme online that says, man, screw this. We, we, we've bootlegged movies. We've bootlegged TV. We can bootleg the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Oh, my God. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting You know, it'll be like Netflix. Everyone's going to, that one person is going to pay for the internet. Hey, can I borrow your internet pass? Just for today, I got to finish my homework. And then just never log off. So, so you those, can't borrow my internet pass to get on Facebook. I'm sorry. You say, can I use your phone? I need to use the internet pass. So this is where pays to have Cody never log off. allegedly have the Cody app. Um, that's going <laughs> to help out. Right. No, you're going to have to pay for that. <laughs> no, because I mean that's the thing. I mean that's I mean it's it's not like they can't identify what kind of traffic is coming down the pipe. Yeah. They know if you're hitting a streaming service. They know yeah. if it's Netflix versus Hulu. I mean Netflix has been causing some laughter and also catching a little blowback. Mm. Um, you know the, they tweeted out. Uh, I think it was last week. Um, to the person who's watched A Christmas Prince every day for the last 18 days, so, uh, yeah. who hurt you? Yeah, who hurt right, you? That was hilarious. Uh, you know, to the to the guy in Canada who's watched Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, at least once a day, yeah. every day this year. What's the story? That's, <laughs> That's a really good movie. <laughs> but but, but like, the, the scary thing is that they know who that person is. Like you know that they've been watching that stuff. Yeah, I love Netflix on social media, man. They're so engaging. <laughs> Dude, Netflix, Wendy's. Oh, Wendy's. Like I'm sorry, Wendy's goes ham, <laughs> dude. The person that figured out, and this is sheer genius. Wendy's only follows 11 accounts. You heard this, right? Okay. No, it's six guys named Herb <laughs> and the Spice Girls. <laughs> 11 herbs and spices. That's who KFC follows. I think it's hilarious that that's someone's whole job to be their social media guy. Like because like mm-hmm. it used to be like when you call and make a complaint. They'll be like, oh, man, like, um, like, how can we help you? We're going to send you some free coupons. And now if you tweet them, they'll be like, well, go over there then. We don't need right. you. <laughs> and All they the know it's time. super funny. Everyone's going to retweet it, share it, right. make oh, a yeah, post about it. Oh, yeah, because the best is when they go at each other. Like when Wendy's, McDonald's, and, like, and they start going back <laughs> yeah. and forth. Like Wendy's and Taco Bell. They just, it's, yeah, like, those ah, this is hilarious. hilarious. I'm going to eat tacos for lunch <laughs> and then a burger for dinner. So. <laughs> Well, y'all, this has been a very insightful <laughs> episode today. <laughs> like and share, like and share. Please like and share. Uh, this has been another great episode of Can We Talk? Buck up, buck up, buck up, buck up, buck up. You know the deal? This is me, though. Beast by Supremo for all of my people, Negroes and Latinos, and even the Gringos. Yo, check it, one for Charlie Hustle, two for Steady Rock, three for the fourth coming live.